Hey guys, I'm Jackie Brubaker, host and author of That Girl, the Podcast, where each week we talk about the coming of age at any age. That Girl, the Podcast is based on That Girl, the Novel, which is on Amazon to download, listen to, or buy the paperback of. You can also follow us on Instagram at That Girl, the Podcast, and our Patreon page. Hi! Thanks. Thanks for coming back today. Thanks for having me back. This is so much fun. Yay, we have our coffees and our teas, and we're ready to just talk about chapter 10. Cheers. Cheers. I need this with some brandy Mm -hmm. in it. Yep, it's been quite the morning. It really is. Technology is just annoying. (laughs) But um, so we're here to talk about chapter 10, and there's kind of some stuff going in it. Um, it's chapter 10, Royals, right? Yep. Okay, good. <laughs> Pretty sure. Pretty yes. sure it's Royals. Um, it's chapter 10. Um, so we've just seen <clears throat> that girl and Ryan. They're having a lot of like conflict about, he's like really harassing her. Like, hey, where's your contract? Like, what's your percentage? Like, let's talk about what you're, what's happening on this song. This is your first cut. Don't be a dummy. And she's like, no, 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 Ezra's got it. Ezra, Ezra, Ezra. (laughs) But Ezra, as we find out, is maybe not the best of characters, maybe not the best of dudes. Um, So she's with Danny and Lexi having some wine on her happy half hour. And they are going through Tinder, which I definitely have done. (laughs) Back when Tinder wasn't so scary. (laughs) I think it's always been kind of scary. But they're going through Tinder. They're looking at boys. Um, we both have been on dating apps. You met your husband. I did. On a dating app. It gives you know me what? hope. <laughs> plenty of fish. It was 100 years ago. That's why it was plenty of fish. It was like the oh. Cupid plenty of fish era. Oh, is it know? not plenty of fish name? I've never done plenty of well, fish. Well, I just haven't heard anyone mention plenty of fish in the last decade. So <laughs> I assume oh. it's like outdated now. <laughs> Who knows? I don't even know. So, like, <laughs> dating. Dating's really fun. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not a big app person. I like to kind of keep it real life, like people I know. I'm just going back to everybody I've ever met and been like, are you single? <laughs> Would you like to go on a date? It's a good strategy. <laughs> I think so. You kind of know they're not a serial killer. And, you know, you kind of can suss it out. But So, have you had a funny dating app experience? Or is like a funny date that you went on from a dating app? <laughs> I mean, I've had quite a few interesting dates, that's for sure. I would say, I don't know if it's funny, but... It's always a little funny. I mean, my whole dating app experience was funny, right? Like, I would go on (laughs) a different date every, like, other day. So, I have, like, three or four different dates a week, and it was always colorful and interesting, and, you know, you never knew what you were going to get, so... There was this one guy, and um, his pictures were like, they were hard to tell. Like, where you're like, oh, he could be good looking, or he could be really not good looking. You couldn't tell the angles and the lighting and all of that. Did he wear sunglasses a lot? No, but it just was like, I feel like in one of the pictures, his face was lit up, but then the background was really dark, and it was like a funny angle. And so I was like, oh, like, squinting, like, I think he could be cute. Um, and so he arrives and he's not cute. <laughs> like, I'm sure we, have, have you all, have you had that experience? 
He, I've um, been on so few dating oh. app dates that <laughs> you scream them better than I do probably. <laughs> I'm just like, no, no, yeah. I'm getting off this after like so this two was days before the swiping. Like, you, oh. didn't, you didn't get to swipe. It was just like, they had a profile. It was very like almost MySpace esque. You know, they had like a, a very basic profile <laughs> and like, you know, you decided to go out or not. And so he came and he was just not good looking, but like I was in my twenties and I felt bad just being like deuces, like I'm out. <laughs> so I went on the date and, um, oh my God, he was talking up a storm and telling me all about his religious faith and how he likes to go to church a lot, oh. like not just on Sundays, but maybe also Wednesday nights, mm. a few Fridays a month, yada, yada. Ooh. I was like, okay, that's going to be my out because I'm already <laughs> not attracted to this person. And now, like, this lifestyle doesn't match my lifestyle. Nothing against people who are super religious. That's just not me, right? Totally. And so, um, so after the date, he proceeded to not stop texting me for six months. Oh, he got bit. <laughs> he got bit by the Stephanie bug. And one of his reasons, he's like, but we had such great conversation. I'm like... I'm a hairdresser. I can have a conversation with a rock. (laughs) (laughs) That's so so true. That story, I just, oh my gosh, the guy for six months, I had to change my phone number. (laughs) Wow. It was quite the ordeal. So there are those, you know, real thirsty, thirsty boys out there. They're, um, they're fun. Yep. Cool. Uh, let's. It's always the ones that you like don't want to chase you are the ones that don't stop chasing you. So that's no, the it's funny true. Thing. Well, it's interesting. So I had a similar experience where I went out with someone a few times, and he and I just didn't click, and I knew it immediately. And super handsome, whatever. But then, you know, I I wrote him a text, and I was like, hey, you know, thank you for the couple of times we hung out, or three, or whatever. Um, I just don't feel, this is what I always say. Cause I think it's nice to be honest upfront. I always say, I didn't feel a romantic connection, you know, but I wish you all the best in trying to find, you know, your person. And he was very upset by that. And then three months later, yeah, he did the same thing where he just came back. And at that point I didn't realize it was going to be what it would turn into. And I was like, Oh yeah, let me like not throw the baby out with the bathwater. Let me give this guy a chance. But yeah, no stage five clinger for sure. Well, and this is where I feel that disconnect between men and women is like, if a guy is not interested in us, all we want is communication. Like, Hey, I'm done dating you. Right. Like, "Ah, like that's that's all we needed. I thought you were cool, but I'm not going to go out with you again. Right. Yeah. But they don't do that. They ghost you or they lead you on or they pretend like, yeah, we're going to get together soon. Like whatever. Yes. And they will not tell you, but like we do the opposite. We're like, Hey buddy, wish you the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for dinner. I'm totally. not going to go out with you again. And it's like, you have to ghost them or whatever, or they you won't do. leave you alone. Like they don't want the communication. We do. <laughs> well, I also think that men as boys are brought up differently. They're brought up to just keep fighting, 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 like be aggressive, go after what you want. Maybe she doesn't know what she wants. Maybe she's like not met the right guy and you're the right guy. Right. But maybe you're not. And like, <laughs> please leave her or us alone. You know? Yeah, like maybe when we say we're not interested, we actually mean that we're not interested. Exactly. <laughs> we're just not interested. Well, and it goes also for, you know, little girls. Um, when we were taught as babies, basically like, oh, if he's mean to you, he's got a crush on you. 
Uh, no, he doesn't. No. He's just going to turn into some abusive asshole one day, and you're going to think that's okay, and it's not okay. Not so okay. So abuse is never okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's crazy. Dating updates. They're always very interesting. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Um, and pardon my kittens are, you know, two. They're babies. Mm-hmm. Speaking of babies, um, <laughs> God, they're just like, ta-da! Okay, when did you feel over dating? Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I would say about the 137th date. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't really count. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like the serial dating thing for a while, just like, you know, going out with all the people. And then one yeah. day I was just like, this is boring. Like I'm done interviewing people, interviewing people and like getting dressed up or, you know, whatever it was. Yeah. And so pain for ballet. The funny thing was though, as soon as I decided like I'm done dating, I'm not going to go out on any more dates. My now husband was like the last guy that reached out to me on Plenty of Fish and was like, hey, like, you know, you want to go see a movie tonight? And I was like, I don't even know you. Why on earth would I go to a movie for our first date? Like that just wasn't like, you know, standard practice for the dating apps. And then um, I ended up going because I wanted to see Lincoln Lawyer. Sometimes you just want dinner and a movie, you know? And I was not expecting anything because I had been on, you know, a hundred of these, like, pretty boring, basic dates. And then uh, we got married a year and a half (laughs) later. So, So, yeah, that was when I decided I was done. (laughs) How about you? Um, Or are you done? (laughs) I am so done dating. Uh, Well, yeah. I mean, like, I've had quite a few long-term serious relationships, and I'm much better in a long-term relationship. I am a serial monogamous through and through. And a nice stretch of time where I just dated for fun or I had situationships, which was especially fun for me because I liked being in situationships because I was so focused on work. It was a problem. Um, but honestly, I felt like I was done dating like at like 30. I was like, <laughs> I'm good. And that's why I just don't like to do it. And if I do it, it kind of usually comes to me. Um yeah, I don't like, I hate it. I would be so happily married right now mm-hmm. with a kid and just chilling. Like I'd be super cool like that. But I, yeah, which is why I keep going back to people I've known forever. And I'm like, are you single? Did you want to try? <laughs> like maybe see what happens with us? Cause you never know. <laughs> like, but like strangers on a dating app, like everybody lies about everything. So true. Or as a woman, if you're too honest and you're like, I want to get married and have kids soon. They're like, bye-bye. They just don't, they don't talk to you. And I'm like, well, at least I'm freaking honest, which none of you are. So, which is why I'm like, you know what? I'm good. And the right man will come along in the right way. That's right. So, all right, next, next thing. Um, have you ever been in a bad deal in business, like had a bad deal in your business? And what did you learn from it? Oh my gosh. So I hope this person doesn't actually see this. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Um, so I had this friend, or at least I thought she was a friend, who did web design for me. And for years, like she oh. made me a great website. She revamped my website. Um, you know, I remember towards the end of our business relationship, she had done me a solid and gave me a really good deal to zhuzh up my website. Uh, and after that, I just, I didn't change my website for like a year. Like mm-hmm. I just didn't need to, it was sort of just 
there and it wasn't intentional. I was just focused on other things and working and kids and everything. And so something happened like with the billing on the website and I couldn't correct it myself because she was the one that had done the initial login and the website company wouldn't talk to me. So I reached out to her to try to fix it. And her response was something like, you obviously don't think my work is good enough. You haven't used me for a year. Now when you reach out, you just want a favor, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, whoa, like what just happened? Like I thought we were good. You know, I've hired you over the years. I just haven't changed. Like I I didn't hire someone else. I just haven't changed it. Which is really normal. Most people don't change their websites very often. Yeah. And to this day, I have no idea what was going on in her end. I'm I'm sure something, but Mm -hmm. uh, she deleted my website. Like that's aggressive. (laughs) Yeah. Like all the content that I had already paid for and like hosted over (gasps) the years and everything was just gone. (laughs) And I remember like, I was going to try to take her to small claims court or try to figure it out with the web hosting um, site. And they were like, well, she's the one that made the login. It's her email address, all of that. So really she owns the rights to it. And I was like, O M F G like, So Mm. what did I learn from it? Like if you ever have like a graphic designer, web designer, anybody, marketing intern, anybody helping you host certain things for your business, make sure it is your email address and your contact information on everything because you do not want them to claim any sort of stake in any of those things. That is some good <laughs> advice, kids. But that girl, you know, because she's having this come up with the royalties, right? And so she doesn't really know what's going on with her royalties. Her, in- not at all. She's super, super naive about the whole thing and very like, la-di-da, mm-hmm. you know, just, I just want to live in this moment, which is great and all, but <laughs> not when you're not making any money off your song. <laughs> um, I had a very shitty experience happen to me with a bad deal. So this is so funny. I never talk about this um, except to maybe, you know, people along the way. But I've never, like, really, like, just put it out there and be like, so. Um, So I won this show on Food Network called Cupcake Wars. I remember. And people love to remind me that I won it. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, oh, my God, Cupcake Wars. And it's, like, really cool. And it's really special. Um, So... I did the show, I partnered with this girl that I had met like once, not really once, but like a few times. And we met at this cupcake competition that neither one of us won, but I ended up getting written up in the LA Times and like, I didn't even have a bakery. I just like showed up and like sold out and got written up. And it was like, whoa, now I have a bakery, like boom. (laughs) And I had just met her that day and I was like, you seem sweet. Like, why don't we go in on a commercial kitchen together? Cause I was like, I need to get a kitchen. I now have a business. <laughs> and, um, she was like, that's a great idea. So we were looking for kitchens and along the way, um, don't you even think about it, Blue. This is not your moment. <laughs> he thinks he's the star of the show. Oh, he does. Yeah. Um, so along the way, um, Cupcake Wars, I guess maybe casting directors or something were like going to different like comp food competitions or cupcake competitions, whatever. Met her, thought she was super cute and she needed a partner. And she's like, do you want to play my assistant on the episode? I know you have a bakery, 
but you know, we would go under my bakery's name and then hopefully we'll do well. And maybe they'd have you on another episode. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Like, you know, promotion, fantastic. And then, um, we were told what kind of episode it was and it was exactly what my bakery had started doing, which was very new and unique at the time. It was alcoholic cupcakes and that was not really happening yet. Like I was one of the very first to do it. And the whole episode was on alcoholic cupcakes and like the South, which I love Southern culture. And it was the Kentucky Derby episode. I was like, oh, we're going to win this. And in my gut, like my heart, I was like, oh no, 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 we're going to win this. I absolutely know we are, which we did. And then we won $10,000 and we had discussed that we would split it. And I never saw a dime. And I kept, yeah. And I kept waiting and waiting and waiting and emailing until finally she must have like lost it. I saw that she had opened a brick and mortar bakery and this huge, you know, publicity team was working for her. And I was like, I feel like you got paid from the show. I eventually called the production company and they're like, oh no, that check's been gone. It was sent out months ago. I'm like, oh, okay. So... I emailed her and I was like, listen, you don't even have to give me half at this point with taxes. Like give me this amount and I'd be fine, you know, but girl didn't drink alcohol. She was sober. (laughs) First of all, secondly, if I hadn't been a part of this, we would have lost simply. I had a bakery that was getting blown up in LA as an alcoholic bakery. So We did not have a contract and it's really unusual for me not to have contracts with people. I always do. I have had businesses. I have people's information. I have contracts. And for whatever reason, I guess the universe was like, we really want you to make sure you know this lesson. Yeah. But she refused and she spun it and was like, I taught you this and that. I was like, you taught me what? I came into this as a baker. Like, are you serious? And she was just a crazy person. And I was like, it's not even worth the money. Because I thought about going to small claims court. I thought about doing everything. And I was like, why? I won't even end up with anything. Like $500 at the end of the day. And so, yeah, it was such a good lesson of even if it's so awkward, even if you trust that person, you've been best friends for 20 years. Oh, my God, get it in writing. Even if it's on a napkin, just get it in writing. Don't Because people... And business don't mix. And on another episode, just recently, I talked about that. And another friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, was like, I want to start this business. Do it with me. And I was like, I don't do business with friends or family unless we have a real solid clad you know, agreement here. Yeah. And she just caught me at kind of a weak moment in my life. And I was like, okay, fine. And of course, it didn't end well. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Just... Oh my God, just have a contract, guys. Totally. Please be safe. Especially if it's a friend or a boyfriend or Don't ever work with a boyfriend. Mm -mm. Always have Mm -mm. a contract because they feel like if it's just purely business, the emotions don't mess things up as much. But when there's like a friendship or a relationship on the line, then if you have a personal issue, it bleeds over into business. And that's when people start to like screw each other over, which is like... How do people, like, I can't imagine doing that to somebody, but, you know, a lot of people do it. (laughs) Well, it's just greed. You know, it's greed and it's fear and And pain. I think Mm -hmm. people act, you know, bizarre when they're in pain and they feel justified. Like, I think my, if I had to guess, my web designer friend, 
you know, I had been busy and we hadn't gotten together and, you know, we just, in my opinion, we were just busy doing our own things for a while. And, and I think she threw it out there. Like, I thought we were friends. I haven't even seen you. And I'm like, Oh geez. Like it, I, I feel bad, but it wasn't even on my radar. Like I was just yeah. so focused on other things. And so obviously in my opinion, her hurt feelings bled over into business and was yeah. like, well, then I feel justified to delete your website. <laughs> That's really heavy. Yeah. I mean, both situations were so extreme. Yeah. You've just got to look at your, those people and be like, okay. Yeah. One jealousy. Ugh. Anyways, I hate jealousy. All right, next question. Let's see. Hmm. Wow, that's a good question. I don't even remember writing that. (laughs) Talk about a time where you were afraid to speak up about something important in your relationship. So basically, with Ezra, she's afraid to talk about, what's my percentage, honey? I just want to know. But that could be anything, you know, anything, so... Give me your best shot. I feel like as, you know, my 35-year-old self, I'm not too afraid to speak up about anything, but... Well, you're I, just a badass, too. Well, I mean, you. This no, is but, why we're friends. Like, but, she's amazing. <laughs> I will say, in my 20s, yeah. was a different story. So, you know, my, like, way back when ex, um, I feel like he was a little bit freeloading off me. Uh, although he had a job, it was like a commission-based job. And so therefore, when he never made sales, he just didn't make any money. And I had a pretty successful hairdressing business already. And so, you know, it was me paying for like going out to dinner and, Mm. you know, groceries and all the things. And, um, you know, I think he pitched in where he could, but he just couldn't really. And so I think that was a situation where it took me a really long time to sort of like speak up about it. Cause I was like, on one hand he's going to a job, but he's just not making any money. And so finally, cause he was a video gamer. And so he would just sit on the video games with the headset and talking to people for like hours. It's like my worst hours. fear. <laughs> and so finally I was just like, dude, if you have this many hours to play video games, you have that many hours to go get a second job and figure it out. Like that's right. Yeah, it took me a while. It took me a while, but <laughs> how about I, you? Um, <clears throat> I have made sure not to date any guys like that. Like kind of lucky you, Jackie. <laughs> I just because I I hmm, I have real high standards here. I'm like I work so hard. Totally. If you're not like even close to that, like we're not together. <laughs> You're not even on my radar. You don't get to talk to me. Yep. Um, I think, sure, I mean, there's been so many different times with people, but I think in my past it was more just, what are we doing here? Like, where is this going? Are we together? Are we dating? Are we just in a situationship? And I spent a lot of time trying to, like, walk on eggshells so that I wouldn't scare off a guy when all I really needed to do was say, what is this? Right. And, and it's funny too, cause I like, I haven't had that in such a long time until like recently. And I was so taken off guard by it. I was like, Whoa, why, why does this feel like I'm 25 again? Oh my gosh. This man is like showing me those signs. Mm. And because I'm, you know, a grown ass woman, I just say everything I feel and I don't give a shit. Totally. <laughs> and he's like, Oh no, no, no. Like all these nice things. And I'm like, Talk is cheap, babe. Talk is cheap. Actions always speak louder than words. Absolutely. Always, always, always. So like, you know, I always feel like for younger women and girls watching, it's just 
don't be afraid to say the really uncomfortable things. I mean, you could have a stomach ache or an, and just be so scared, but just say it because that guy is just going to waste your time if he isn't there for the right reasons, to quote The Bachelor. <laughs> um, you want to be with someone who really wants to be with you. And Absolutely. if they're just using you when they feel like it, or, you know, maybe they get off on like feeling like you guys are close and text, you know, but you're not ever seeing each other in real life. Like these are really big, big signs that, and by the way, also, cause you could be like, but they're broken or they went through this horrible thing. Yeah. You know what? This is 2020. We've all been through some hell this year. Like yeah. it's just not an excuse anymore, you know? Yeah. And it's okay for people to be broke. Sorry, I'm just a little angry. <laughs> it's, okay. <laughs> like, it's okay for people to be um, broken and have baggage. We all yes, do. Yes, we but, all do. if you feel like you can't speak up in a relationship, then there's an issue. So you have to look Absolutely. at that. Absolutely. And that's on you for sure. I mean, you are in charge of your own happiness and your destiny. And trust me, like, especially in a relationship, like no one is going to stay with you when you barely want to stay with yourself. If that makes any sense. Ooh, I felt that. Oh, good. Right? That <laughs> did make sense. Cause it's true. Like you, as cliche as it sounds like you want to be so comfortable just being with your, your own self that when someone else comes in, it's such a nice compliment. It's totally. like, Oh, what a nice addition to my life. And like, I like you and you like me and we just like work together. But if it is just, you're not able to say what you need to say and you feel that something is really off balance, it is. So say something. Or if you don't want to say anything, if you're just petrified, you can ghost them. I'm sure they know how to ghost. (laughs) Maybe they need a dose of their own medicine. They need the ghosting. (laughs) We need communication. They need the ghosting. They need the ghosting. Don't worry. They're not too sensitive. Trust me. All right. Well, this was fantastic as always. Thank you, Stephanie Hamato. All of your handles will be listed in just two seconds. You can follow her. She's an amazing hairstylist and also has an incredible personal power program happening that you can watch and join and all of the stuff. Um, I would highly recommend following this woman. You're the best. She's wonderful. (laughs) All right, guys. Be kind to yourself and be kind to others. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Remember, sharing is caring. Make sure to rate the podcast and leave a review. We really rely on this to help get the podcast out there. Also, make sure to watch the video version on YouTube and follow us on Instagram at ThatGirlThePodcast.